Good morning. In less than an hour, aircraft from here will join others from around the world, and you will be launching the largest aerial battle in the history of mankind. Mankind. That word should have new meaning for all of us today. We can't be consumed by our petty differences anymore. We will be united in our common interests. Perhaps it is fate that today is 4th of July, and you will once again be fighting for our freedom, not from tyranny, oppression, or persecution, but from annihilation. We're fighting for our right to live, to exist. And should we win the day, the 4th of July will no longer be known as an American holiday, but as the day when the world declared in one voice, we will not go quietly into the night, we will not vanish without a fight, we're going to live on, we're going to survive. Today, we celebrate our Independence Day. And with that amazing opening, welcome to Good Film Hunting, the podcast where two sisters who live in different parts of the country uh, talk about movies. I don't understand what's so funny. You've done this before. It's so comforting. And WBEZ Chicago, this is. Exactly, exactly. We're, we're going to get there, Jared. Don't worry. So, so that was our cold open from um, our new guest, Jared, but we also have a returning guest, um, Bobby, and then, <laughs> no, I didn't know if I wanted to go with Robert or Bobby, and I decided to go with Bobby, um, and then for continuity's sake, because I will call you Bobby and not Robert, and then we also have our mother returning, Robin, <laughs> she's the best, so she's here too, but um, I'll let Eleanor talk about what we're going to do today. So we open by talking about something that's really, we've loved this week, <laughs> so I'll let Bobby go first. Something we've loved this week. Oh, man. Um, Funerals in Detroit. Funerals in Detroit. Yeah. Um, I went to see Moana at 10.30 p.m. on Wednesday. And I was pleasantly surprised at how catchy the music was. And I admire Lin-Manuel Miranda, but I wouldn't say I'm the biggest Hamilton fan, so it was really... I became a I became a Hamilton fan um, very recently when um, a little uh, demonstration occurred, but I think uh, I really connected with the music in Moana, so I am very excited that he now has a partnership with Disney and will return for Mary Poppins Returns. Yeah, so it was a good part of my week. So yesterday I came back uh, to L.A. from uh, spending Thanksgiving in the Northeast, and shortly after uh, landing here, I just was kind of hungry, and I decided to go get something to eat at a uh, fast food Hawaiian barbecue place around the corner from my Ooh, place. It was very good. Um, but while I was waiting for my food to come out, uh, an older uh, man who looked a little bewildered came up and asked me if I could help him get something to eat. And I, I told him I didn't have any cash, and he told me that it was okay. I could use my card. <laughs> so <laughs> I felt like he won, and so I, I, I bought him some food. Um, he had some trouble ordering. Uh, and then when we were waiting, he clearly didn't know what to do, and he just kind of stared at me for a while until he was able to ask me um, very seriously and intently, are you American? Um, I told him I was, and then he kind of continued to mutter, and I got my food, and I left. Um, But it was just a really nice welcome back to L.A., because I feel like like nothing could encapsulate it more, except for maybe if he was, like, some out-of-work celebrity. But otherwise, it it seemed very L.A. Right. That that is, yeah. 
Okay, mother. <laughs> so what am I supposed to talk about? Something that you like from this week. like something. That oh, some, you... something that I like from this week was being together, uh, all the Huntington's together, which is lovely. This was Thanksgiving is about, so it's, it's just wonderful to have all the family together and the laughing. Oh, my gosh, when we get together, to hear my husband laugh so hard at how silly our children are. So silly. <laughs> yeah, we are pretty silly. Um, so there have been so many good things this week, but I'd have to say that yesterday we went to the Grove um, to see Moana as a family, and because two times in three days is not enough. Um, so my favorite thing, though, was watching my father, who, as Eleanor described earlier today, has only lived in snowy places. Like, he grew up in New York and then lived in Wisconsin and Illinois for his adult life and, like, teenage life. And he flipped out at the fake snow at the Grove. He thought it was the best thing he'd ever seen. Um, and bubbles. it was... Ha- yeah, bubbles! Everybody loves... Everybody loves bubbles. So that was my favorite. All right. And I'm going to bring it back to Hamilton because today we listened to the new Helpless remix from Ashanti and Ja, ja Rule. Mm-hmm. God, it's been a long time since uh, I heard such... Ja Rule. Yeah, it was so good. Baby. That was it. You got it. You got it when you call. Yes, always this on time. I gave you my all. Now, baby, be mine. You guys know this song. I don't know if I know that song. You do know that song. And then it gets very dirty. (laughs) (laughs) But mumbling will do it. Yes, nobody can tell. Okay, well, it was perfect. Okay, it was perfect. So now we should jump in. Now we should jump in. So we need our guests to provide a synopsis of the film... (laughs) Selection. So, Jared, you're on the spot. You can do a haiku, man. Haiku, oh, spoken yeah. word. I would have done a haiku had I been prepared. That's usually my thing. But I would say, um, ooh, sorry, I dropped the phone. Alien from aliens. Oh my gosh. Aliens arrive. Earth blown up quickly. Wow. <laughs> But we prevailed. USA. Yay. <laughs> Yay. That is a haiku of Independence Day. Yes. We prevailed against the aliens. Yeah. So it's a great movie. Uh, any movie in which uh, Bill Pullman plays the president yeah, and uh, Will Smith saves the world again uh, is fantastic. And basically... Um, you know, much like today, we were having a problem with immigration of aliens coming in. Um, Jeff Goldblum, of course, was in it. Uh, this time, oh, the immigration in it. <laughs> uh, the, the controversy around immigration in this movie was not from another country, but from another planet. Mm. Um, mm. And instead of trying to take jobs, they wanted to take the planet. So, so how does one build a wall uh, for the planet <laughs> if we're trying to keep the you know the extraterrestrial? Um, illegal stuff. So I'm gonna borrow. I'm gonna borrow a page from Spaceballs, oh, which is that you can movie. build oh, a. Pullman. You can again another Bill Pullman movie. Um, you can build a shield around there, uh, around the planet, uh, to prevent intruders. However, you have to realize that the code, the same as on my luggage, is one two three four five. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. I, uh, okay, now I want to rewatch Spaceballs. It's good. Yeah, Spaceballs is good. Maybe we should just change the topic now and just go Spaceballs. I haven't seen it recently enough, but I do have a coworker. Shout out to Bill, who um, <laughs> literally can say the whole movie, every single line. So sometimes in the lunchroom, he does do that. Anyway, um, okay, can we talk about, just stop for a second, talk about Bill Pullman as like the sexiest American president who has ever happened. 
I mean, I loved him in this movie. Harrison Ford in Air Force, Air Force, Air Force One, One, I would say is number one. I mean, all I have to say is get off my plane. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but otherwise, Gary Oldman. Also, Mary McDonald as the first lady who perishes in. Wow! Spoiler State. alert. It happens early when the aliens it invade. It does. And there, there's that little girl but she who... she has a moment where she begins to understand the plight of those who have to be exotic dancers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because she connects with Vivica A. Fox. She does. Who is Will Smith's... Love girlfriend, girlfriend. Baby mama. No, not baby, not baby mama. mama. She's not looking for child. a father. Oh! Yes. It's not his child. Oh, man, I need to... Mm-hmm. I need to but revisit think, this. I think that Will Smith's character adopts him before he dies pre the second movie. Okay, so yes, so in fact, one, one of the problems uh, is that, um, what's his name? Um, uh, Junior, uh, the fellow Air Force pilot, um, New Orleans. Oh. Uh, uh, he has a television show now. He does. He sings. He's also in Harry, when Harry Met Sally. Harry Connick Jr. A, yeah. Harry oh, Connick Jr. Is he in Independence Day? He is. And he's Will Smith's best friend. He does. And, oh, and he, he's such but, an actor. But he points out in the beginning of the movie <laughs> that Will that he's never going to become an astronaut if he's marrying a stripper. A stripper. With it's a, true. Is that how uh, NASA works? It is. I don't think so. <laughs> I've um, applied. I'm, you've applied. <laughs> and you were denied because you were married to a stripper? Because <laughs> I am a stripper. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> Again, fifth graders fifth listen to this. High class. <laughs> um, how your students have, how your parents mm-hmm. have not yet complained? I don't know. Shocking. So basically, children, this is very subversive material. <laughs> so uh, just be happy with that. Who's the little boy, Will uh, Smith's son? He's oh so God, cute. He's an awesome little rascal. Yes. He, he is. is. So, he like, is. And the president's daughter grows up to be Mae Whit- Whitman. Yes, Actually, that is who it is. She, yes, she, that's why I know she her. She grow up to be she, Mae She was always. She was she always, always Mae Whitman. She that, was also in One Fine Day. One, one Fine Day. This is a very That's a great, that is a great, that is a great movie from the 90s. I mean, you are a producer, so here's the thing, dear listeners. Jared actually knows how to do these things, so. so... Fun fact, I had a radio show uh, for about five or six years between middle school and high school. What? Yeah. This is why he has skills. On, okay, so we need you to get... We need to get him in on this. We can't pay. So it was on... <laughs> to be fair, they didn't either on the radio show. I, uh, it was on... Uh, on 1460 WVOX on your AM dial. Seriously, he could just do the intro every time. You I would love that. Voice. I would love that, actually. Wait, like, if you could splice it together or whatever. I mean. Or teach us the basic skills. We attempted to learn on our own and we it did. didn't, it didn't end go well. well. So, listeners, ours might get very much better. Broadcasting from somewhere in the United States because it's two sisters who don't live anywhere near each other. This is good film hunting. You found it. You found found it. it. We're going to re-record that, and then you're going to find a way to put that together. (laughs) (laughs) With, like, explosion sound effects. So, I mean, my dream when I was little was to be movie phone. What is movie what, phone? You don't remember oh, movie phone? phone. How old are you we guys? Still have, there's still movie. I have a movie phone on my phone. I'm years old. I almost said 24, and I'm so like, I am it, not it, a child. Like phone. <laughs> Before the internet, if you wanted to know what time a movie was playing, you could dial 777-FILM. Oh, yeah. 
No, we had to call our theaters individually. Yeah, okay, so 777 Film was movie phone, and there was a guy with an over-the-top voice on a recording (laughs) who would answer, Hello, and thank you for calling Movie Phone, (laughs) brought to you by the New York Times and Hot 97. (laughs) Then there was a commercial for some movie coming up. At one stage in your life, you did like movies, is the takeaway. I like doing over-the-top voices. Okay, okay. I don't dislike movies. Which is why he has to do this all the time. There's a radio station in New York called Z100. Um, it's basically Kiss FM, if mm. you're out here, but yes. on the East Coast. There is a guy who has to be a chain smoker, I don't know any other way that his voice could sound that way, that I wanted to be when I grew up. Because all he does is say things like, Broadcasting from the top of the Empire State Building, playing all of today's best music. WHTZ 100.3 FM, Newark, wow. New York. And that's what I want to do. <laughs> like, yeah. Look at Annie's face of fascination. No, I really just want him, any movie that we're about to do, what I want you to do is take the most intense moment like you just did with Bill Pullman mm-hmm. and read that for us and then that will always be our cold open. Well, actually, let me try something. Can you hand me that bottle of uh, skincare lotion? Because there's a lot of writing on the front. <laughs> <laughs> Broad spectrum UVA UVB protection. Water resistant for up to 80 minutes. Enriched with a luxurious blend of skin soothing <laughs> something. I have never that seen that word before. His place in your heart. Macadamia <laughs> oil. Aloe vera. Statements on and green tea death. extract. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Okay, wait. Should we get back to Independence Day, though? No. <laughs> <laughs> Only broad spectrum. Only broad spectrum because this is a light, non-oily sunscreen <laughs> that absorbs quickly and easily, leaving skin soft and smooth with no greasy afterfeel. That's impressive. It is very impressive. Okay, now we can I kind of want you to just like narrate my life as well. Just be like, Anne is now walking down the street to work. She will kill this Monday. I really won't. Monday's She's Thanksgiving. still walking. It's kind of a long walk. <laughs> Which is true. It's That's like, like a 45 minute walk. It's a 45 minute walk. We're going to be doing this a lot. How many people know more synonyms for walking? Now she's trotting. <laughs> you got it. I love it. Okay. Yeah. Um... Bobby's on Facebook right now. I am. Fidel Castro. <laughs> there are some absurd okay. statements about his death. People are caring way too much. He's been out of power for a <laughs> real know. long time. Okay. But I mean, but back to Independence Day. Day. I mean, in a way, in a way, it's 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 ties back. Isn't there one scene where there are like they're in Cuba, and then there's like the British people in Saudi Arabia Maybe. who look like they're in <laughs> Colombia? <laughs> <laughs> well, that to, is one of my favorite. To be fair, like, holding their tea, and they're like, they're, "The Americans are sending it in." It's like most <laughs> go. <laughs> beep, 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 beep. Uh, primitive days. Yeah. It's, it is a perfect movie. And I would Jeff agree with Gold, that. And Jeff Gold. So I will say also the other fun part about this movie was um, I was in Philadelphia uh, earlier this year um, for my friend's wedding, and another friend, another friend's uh, boyfriend now fiance decided um, I don't know why, but I look like um, what's his name from that movie? Uh, why did I send my mother to Atlanta? Oh, oh. oh. Yes. Harvey Firestein. Yeah. So every time I see him now, all I can think of it, all they say to me is, you know, some question about why my mother was in Atlanta. <laughs> um, Makes sense. I still don't know why I sent my mother to Atlanta. <gasps> the whole movie is so good, though, and. Okay, I love Jeff Goldblum's dad. Yes, and he makes yes. a really strong return. Yes, 
in the second one. He does. He also, I think, has to be probably the only time I've ever seen it in a movie, um, someone recite the Shema Koleinu, yeah. which, as a Jew, um, seemed inappropriate at that moment, but I appreciated it. Uh, for... Why is it inappropriate? These are things we don't know. Wait, <laughs> I, I'm terribly sorry. I don't know what that is. It's a prayer that you say on the High Holidays that he's saying on the eve of annihilation. It just seemed a little out of place. It literally means... Now we know. Yeah. No, I just, Mark's I wouldn't have known. Never mind. <laughs> uh, it, the, <laughs> the opening line is Shema Hashem, Shema Koleinu Hashem Eloheinu, which basically means listen, everyone, you know, God is our That's Lord. how we can end the. Uh, it's not, it just seems like a, a bizarre um, prayer for when aliens are destroying your world. Right. But to be fair, I don't know a prayer in Judaism that is appropriate for that point. <laughs> <laughs> this will be the new search. This should, this should be the search. Mm-hmm. What do we say when the world is <laughs> <laughs> What Jewish prayer can we all say? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Bobby also wants to end the podcast with a Havanagula. That's how Bobby likes to end all of our things. I don't actually know. Again, I apparently know nothing about Judaism, and I apologize you know for my nothing, lack John of knowledge. <laughs> I apparently don't know anything, and I feel really bad because I have Jewish friends. It's okay. It's fine. We're, we, 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 we hold nothing against you. <laughs> oh, good. Thank you. Yeah, we, we had a meeting. I'm very surprised. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be forgiven. You'll be forgiven. Good. I mean, I only wear blue and white during Hanukkah. <laughs> I bet you do. No, like that's a real thing because I want my students to know that it's a holiday. So, yeah, so, and I teach at a Catholic school, so a lot of them have never been. Well, this year it's Christmas. Oh, so the same day. I, so what's the overlap? Could they, you do blue and white and red and green? No, I won't see them for okay, like a whole week before Hanukkah. Mm-hmm. So, so are you gonna like celebrate Hanukkah ahead of time? We have a, we have another guest. Um, Come on, this way. We have another guest who has now interrupted. Um, uh, the funny thing is actually that she is a uh, a person and is just very angry right now. I know, Katrina. We are not super good to her. So tell me why you chose so Independence dog. Day. Yeah, I chose Independence Day mostly because of that speech. Um, I actually in in high school I had a government teacher who insisted to us that that was the greatest presidential speech ever given, really? and it what there was no sarcasm in that. Um, and I guess in a way, aside from the fact that he was never actually president, it probably is. I agree. Um, but it just seems like it's one of those movies that I can watch over and over again. And even though I clearly know how it ends, um, and even though uh, my city and every other city in there was destroyed, I still, you know, feel happy when we when we stick it to those outer space, uh, you know, carpetbaggers who want to come in and take our planet. And we can say no. <laughs> we are united. Build that wall. Build that wall. <laughs> build that wall. Maybe not that. Maybe we build a shield a as shield. we where we take down their shields. The other thing too is that there's a whole other nerd side of things that I love in that movie, uh, mostly around Jeff Goldblum, which is the fact that he is running a Mac, and keep in mind this is before Macs even went to Intel, they're running OS9, which was compatible yes. with nothing. All and of this. yet, and yet <laughs> He's getting so worked up, I love this. <laughs> The alien spacecraft, which had technology that no one had ever seen before, seemed to be compatible with OS 9. <laughs> I just knocked over candles because I was so excited about that. It just seems to me so bizarre uh, that I have to love it because... And that the spaceship had controls that were so similar to a fighter jet that Will Smith had flown before, aside from the fact that they... 
right. were a little bit of the wrong direction right. that he could solve with having a post-it next to him in case while he's flying he forgets. <laughs> <laughs> that all sorts of... By the way, there was also no post-it anywhere in that cockpit until that point. So why did they bring a pad of post-its? Is that something <laughs> that you usually... carry? When you when I fly space, you know, it sounds like you're like carrying weapons. Like, do you not carry your like nine millimeter I, just in case? When, when I fly spaceships, I don't generally bring post its with me. That's yeah. your own fault. Yeah. <laughs> I carry post its with me all the time. Really? All, all Again, the time. Teacher, teacher. I go through so many packs of post its a year. It's like that and that and postage is what I spend all of my money on. So basically, anything that begins with post, mm-hmm. cereals. No. 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 <laughs> now I now I kind of want this to. podcast. By the way, was brought to you by Kellogg's. <laughs> I can't wait till we get actually sponsored. Yeah. Hi, mom. Oh, thank you. Oh. Robin Huntington saves the day. She brings me socks. What's that? And a cardboard tube. Oh, oh they're movie posters. Do you want them? I don't Moana. think I can put them on the plane, so I don't think I can take mine. Are they Moana or Queen of Cowboys? Why, why wouldn't you be able to bring them on the plane? Because what I already have. A carry-on, isn't that... Can't you, if you just have that sticking out... I bet it's out, like Gump. <laughs> I think you could do it. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, what I'm advocating is going over, like bending TSA rules, I think, is actually... <laughs> <laughs> you are advocating that. What is it? I got, um, I don't know. It's probably a movie that's coming out. Oh, oh. Florence Foster Wallet. Right. Jennings. Florence Foster Jennings. Oh, fancy. And but that looks like it's backwards. And Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> Heroes in a Half Shell. Turtle, Turtle power. power. You guys know Do you like the live action movie from back in the, the day? The 80s? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. it's the best movie ever. I'm surprised yeah. you haven't covered that on your podcast. Uh, we haven't no, yet. I but... feel like Teddy would want to. So, or John LaValle. Okay, well, or let's space, go. Let's, I mean, or space everyone balls. wants Space Jam. No, Everybody space wants Jam Space Jam. Space Jam is the one where, like, yeah, it's a lot of boring white guys. We love you. Jam. We love you, our boring white guys who've asked for Space Jam. Well, thank you. Um, but we love Space Jam. We love Space Jam, so we're excited to do it. And Bobby is now playing the poster card like it's a piccolo. And so not a flute. I was thinking a flute. A piccolo. A piccolo. <laughs> How do you play a flute? <laughs> How's it different? Similar to that. It's the same. It's just like a lot of spitting. Yeah, that's why you do a lot of like... Which is why the cardboard is now wet. <laughs> this yeah. is so okay. funny. So back, I kind of want to bring up a point with Independence Day Resurgence because what was so wonderful it was, great. was the part that there was so many people who really oh, no, had... Now we have a, the, the struggle of the ages was while Eleanor talks about Independence okay. Day Resurgence. Okay, okay, okay. I'm going to keep talking. Please keep talking. Because what I love about Independence Day Resurgence was so many things, but what I think I yes, enjoyed I the most was how there were specific actors who hadn't worked that much in the last 20 years such as the crazy guy in New Who Mexico. Who we thought yes. was dead. We thought he was dead, and then they Not brought him dead. back to life, and he played a very central role. Like, he was one of the main characters. So I, and, the, and Jeff Goldblum's father played a really big role. you got to be louder. So I, specifically, I apologize. I specifically <laughs> have not watched Independence Day Resurgence. In fact, it was an option on the flight back uh, that I took yesterday, and I didn't because I don't want it to besperch the memory. How could it? No, it's um, so good. But I don't understand how we saw that man in New Mexico die. No, no, no. He was like frozen. He was being like Han used, Solo. used as a, a speaking vessel. <laughs> <laughs> as a method of if speaking. If memory serves. Yes, yes. <laughs> the alien was yes. communicating through him. He was, he was. Yes. But even then, he still sounded like, kind of like Harrison Ford in Air Force One. Uh, so good. I don't remember yeah, so if we were good. recording at that point or not. I don't think we were. I think we always were. I've been recording since you walked in. No, just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I record all my conversations 
In the off chance they love movies. Mm -hmm. If I recorded all of my conversations, yeah. I would be an intense creeper like Bobby's being right now. (laughs) I mean, you could, as long as you just begin every conversation with this conversation may be recorded recorded. for quality assurance purposes. (laughs) Or if you're you're Kanye. Or Or Kim. Mm. Technically, it was Kim's recording, right? Ooh. It's a big deal, Bobby. It is. Okay, so now the question is, what is the value of this film for the youth of today? Yeah, we gotta bring it back to my kiddos. (sighs) 301! Youth of today. Arguably, District 9 is more important in terms of thinking about how we should accept other people. Other people. What about um, the new movie Arrival? Uh, Except, though, I I would say that with Independence Day, at least, you're looking at it possibly from the wrong angle, which is that the human race was able to unite around a common goal, which was was fighting the aliens. I mean, we were all under attack... We were all under attack, but no, as as no, Bill said, July 4th would no longer become an American world. holiday, but a day when the world said in one voice, we will not go quietly into the night, we will not vanish without a fight, we're going to live on, we're going to survive, today that part should run. is it's our Independence, Independence day. day. I feel like that was almost a wrap. Like, that was so beautiful. Thank you. Um, <laughs> what? Oh, the That's like your dream. It is. I want to be a, I want to be, I either want to be a rapper or I want to be the guy that has the, like the generic white guy in like, uh, raps and music videos. Who hypes him up? Yeah. No, who like, like in Baby Got Back when even white boys got to shout, like I want to be that, I want to be a white <laughs> Just <laughs> the white guy. Just the white guy. Token white guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, TWG. Um, okay, what do I feel like is the enduring... <laughs> the enduring legacy value? Yeah. Um, Just really great performances. I would agree. I Roland mean, Emmerich is one of my favorite directors. I've never watched a movie of his and not enjoyed it. <laughs> I love The Patriot. Got yeah. so up. Annie and I love White House Down. We love White okay, House Okay, so Down. love... Really? Yeah. Love is maybe we an a, overstatement. We had a really we had great, a great time, time seeing it. Because we saw it in Botswana at the country's like one movie theater. Yes. And we were both had had... Each of us had had one bottle of wine. So we were to ourselves. Little ears. I love you guys. No, we, <laughs> she was over the age of consent. Is that <laughs> not what we call it? That's a topic we do not want to broach right now. But she was of legal age. Not until January <laughs> when I teach them. Okay, Wait, you're not over the legal age of... Oh, that's no. a new sex ed. Oh my god! <laughs> Her sex ed story This class is going to be very fun. <laughs> Stay tuned. I know, my, my classes are so fun. Um, anyway. We should talk about your sex ed classes post-podcast, though. Yes. They are among my I'm sorry stories. for all the listeners out there. <laughs> that don't get to hear. Maybe, maybe this can be like a digital extra uh, that if you visit your website. Yeah. Oh, yeah. we could do that. We have, could do a digital yeah. extra. Bonus features. Bonus features. Yeah. I don't know how to do that. Director's but... cut. Can I just talk over this and talk about stories as we're going on? Like a director's cut on a film? <laughs> a commentary. Oh my gosh, please. He's, he's, okay, what I get from that statement, Jared, is you have signed on to be our director. Yeah. <laughs> We heard a certain level of investment. I wanted to share a story, by the way, too, because for our listeners, which is that uh, I've known Eleanor now for a few months, Mm -hmm. um, and I've now, Annie, this is my first time meeting, however, I followed her on Instagram. Yeah, I was a little bit freaked out at first, but I saw that you were followed by both Bobby and Eleanor, so it seemed legit. Yeah, it seemed legit. So so we go way back. Way back. Jared and I are like... Biffles. Mm. Biffles. And now Biffles. he's going to be our unpaid director. <laughs> <laughs> Pro bono. <laughs> Pro bono. <laughs> 
<laughs> because we're biffles. So. Right, yes. I mean, it's, I think at this point, this is really more of a humanitarian effort. I think right. the, the world needs to hear Wait. this message. Oh, I thought you meant like, we're in a crisis state. And I was like, that seems a little hard. I mean, however you want to interpret it. <laughs> we are not in a crisis state, but the world is, and it needs our love and affection it does. for film. It needs good film hunting. Yeah, it does. It really does. Thank well, eventually it'll that. be our media empire. Mm-hmm. Yes, hunting for good. Hunting for good. Huntingforgood.org. <laughs> Yes, or we're actually going to buy that website. We should probably do it before we post this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how... I, don't I think we can do this. I'll, I'll help you. <laughs> I feel like we now have a business partner who knows what he's doing. Um, That's been our dream. On every one of our podcasts, we've been asking for high schoolers who have too much time on their hands to step forward. <laughs> <laughs> and nobody has. And, and luckily, I'm glad I could... Why not all. a successful ABC employee? I'm a little older than high school, though. It's okay. <laughs> we also have our own piccolo player. Bobby's going back to playing his cardboard piccolo. You know, the great thing about visual gags is they work really well for an audio-only podcast. <laughs> they really do, especially when everyone laughs. Um, so anyway, I think the endurance of this film is that I would I would have to say that that the speech is basically the takeaway from that movie. I mean, every, everyone else is really good. I enjoy all of it. Jeff Goldblum is a national treasure. You but haven't met him yet. I have not met him yet, but he's a national treasure. Mm-hmm. But that speech, like, we would watch it as a family every 4th of July when yeah. we were all home, which hasn't happened in, like, 10 years, granted. But, like, whenever we were all home, we did watch that. And um, I would remember watching that the night before going to Spain the next day for my first time, like, alone abroad. And I remember being like, I'm so proud to be an American. And then it's a fake president. But, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. That's it's like Jed Bartlett. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, fake presidents are always the best presidents because they aren't actually confronted with any real problems, mm-hmm. which is right. great. I mean, because who would be against, you know, fighting aliens who want to destroy us? Right. Mm-hmm. I would be all for that. And he lets his daughter watch Letterman. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> what part is that? It's at the very beginning. Uh, the first lady is on a trip. She calls uh... home. The little daughter first daughter of the United States, Mae Whitman, uh, says, uh, Daddy, Daddy let me watch Letterman. If I remember, because I was actually old enough at the time to be watching Letterman when that movie came out, because I'm old, um, (laughs) Letterman kept playing that clip. How old do you think I am? Mm, 30. Older than Katrina. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone here is older than Katrina. Katrina, again, is a dog. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. 32. Oh, see, I was close. You were close. Yeah. Yeah, that's not old. You're Thank good. You. Thank you. Except for the fifth graders who think like, wow, <laughs> you're like, essentially Oh my gosh, I told them how old I was. That's a game I like to play. I'm actually 52, folks. Don't worry about it. Um, I just have really good skin. You look really good for 52. Oh, no. I know, I do. Um, Are you dyslexic? <laughs> No, 25. 25. See, I played that game. I got it. <laughs> I was like, I'm not. And Maybe we're getting too good at the puns. Yeah. yeah. Like, not fresh uh, okay, anymore. Eleanor. Okay. I, I, okay, I just want to share with you, and because you brought that up, it's a, it's a joke. Um, there once was a man from Peru. His limerick stopped on line two. Oh, yeah, you sent me that. I liked that one. That was pretty funny. Mm-hmm. This muffin's also really good. That's I also think all of a sudden I'm hungry. <laughs> I could hit. We should, maybe we should end this to go have dinner. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So then we wrap it up by saying, if you could go anywhere in the world today, where would it be and why? Bobby? Detroit? No. <laughs> God, no. I would go... I think we love to, you, Detroit. I think, um, uh, mm-hmm. I feel called the Tokyo, actually. Interesting. I need something Big like... Big Hero 6? That and like something like highly like 
stimulating, um, mm-hmm. very bright, um, very clean. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's where I'd like to be. I would definitely do Austria because I'm still really jealous of Lynn manuel Miranda's family vacay, <laughs> sure. The Sound of Music. Mm-hmm. And I did watch The Sound of Music on the way on the airplane today, um, but only the part when the Nazis invade. <laughs> always a highlight. <laughs> so it'd be tape two. Annie, Singapore? Oh my gosh. Calm your life down. Um, my life is very calm. Mm-hmm. I think that I would go probably somewhere in Polynesia. Like seeing Moana twice in sure. one week. Mm-hmm. Hawaii? Go- Hawaii. <laughs> go to the no. island of Hawaii. Maybe the Maui one in particular? <laughs> oh my gosh. Kauai. You have to edit. <laughs> um, <laughs> Anyway, I, yeah, I feel like, like an island. Johnson. <laughs> yeah. Samoa. Okay, Jared, where would you go? I really want to go to Bhutan. Oh, oh yes. Why? Gross national happiness. So, the gross national happiness. So generally when I travel, um, I feel like what I'm drawn to the most is uh, expected culture shock. Mm. Um, I feel like I can go to Europe, I can go to, you know, whatever. It's going to be... It's essentially the United States in a different language and some right. maybe different Maybe foods. not even the different language. Maybe not even a different language. Um, well, it depends if England stays in Europe. But uh, mm. we, you, you become, you know, it, it's not totally all that different. And I like to go someplace that's totally different. And which actually is to a certain extent why I want to go to Japan too. Because um, mm. it looks like it's the future. Mm-hmm. It is um, the future. Singapore is the future. So, but, uh, but Bhutan <laughs> is, is such a different world. You know, it's all like... <laughs> Buddhist monasteries built into cliffs, and um, they have a gross national happiness index that their king, who is roughly my age, actually, uh, you know... Oh, and they have an adorable baby. They do have an adorable baby. And a colleague of mine got to go to the royal wedding, and I was very jealous. What? He was invited. Too much. Okay. Anyway, thank you. Yes. Thanks for being on this, Jared. You will be, you will be on more. You will hear his voice every episode <laughs> as he does and our calls. We'll do space balls. And we'll do space balls. Do we do credits at the end of this podcast? No. We can't can now. Yeah. I don't know how to do that. Okay. Well, uh, thank you for listening to Good Film Hunting, produced and edited by someone. We're going to find that out. Hosted by, hosted by the Huntington sisters, Woo! Eleanor and Annie, with special guest Bobby Sevenich and me. I'm unnamed. So that... <laughs> Uh, so tune in I don't know how often this podcast comes out but tune in next time for whenever we're together I know tune in next time for more of the hijinks that you've come to expect here (laughs) that was so good thanks Jared bye friends